You're listening to the Impact Lenders Podcast, the podcast for people and institutions using lending for good. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Impact Lenders Podcast. This is Peter Schaefing of High Impact Financial Analysis. And today I'm joined by Patrick Davis of Community Reinvestment Fund. Patrick's the Vice President of Program Strategy and Development. Welcome, Patrick. Hi, Peter. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks for joining. I know it is uh, busy times as, and, and hectic yes. times as we've seen in trying to coordinate this. But, um, but yeah, very glad to have you on. This is going to be our third episode to kind of focus on the, uh, the aftermath of COVID and the developing, uh, still the developing crisis of COVID. And CRF has a platform called Connect to Capital that, uh, that you're going to tell us about today. Uh, and we'll talk about not only what it does just in normal times, but also how you might apply uh, the, the power that the tool has to, to make an impact now as we start the, the recovery from COVID. So Patrick, to get things started, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Connect to Capital itself? Uh, what is Connect to Capital? Yeah, great. Um, so Connect to Capital is an initiative that uh, Community Reinvestment Fund, CRF, has been working on for um, roughly the last three years. Um, and really sort of it started with us realizing a, a, a challenge in the CDFI business lending industry, which is that, you know, CDFIs that are lending to small businesses and micro businesses around the country, um, they do phenomenal work. They do the, the toughest lending that traditional financial institutions, um, you know, are not able to do or, or, or won't do. Um, and they work with, uh, you know, they work hand in hand with really impactful small businesses in their communities every day. Um, yeah. you know, we were struck by a, uh, a report that came out from the New York fed, the small business credit survey, um, that showed that CDFIs among small business lenders, CDFIs receive the highest uh, marks for lender satisfaction scores, higher than uh, even community banks, credit unions, you know, large banks, uh, fintechs, um, CDFIs were at the top of the list. They were also at the top of the list for approval rate um, among all those institutions. And then they were, they were at the very, very bottom of the list by orders of magnitude in terms of application rate. So to us, Okay. You know, that signaled an issue in the market. And the issue is we've got these unique lending institutions that are doing fantastic work that get high marks from their customers. Um, and yet nobody knows about them. And so yeah. um, Connect to Capital began as, uh, you know, a concept or a solution to, to help level the playing field and create avenues and pathways for a much larger portion of the small businesses around the country, you know, who are seeking credit and, and, and technical assistance and advisory services um, to help them reach uh, the CDFIs in, in their communities and to help create those connections. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's really the origin story of Connect to Capital and, and kind of what we were, the market need that we saw and what, what we were responding to. Yeah, and it, and it does just sound like such a market opportunity to say CDFIs get the best approval ratings, they get the best, the, the highest rate of approvals, but yet they don't get the application. So 
that that's kind of just pointing to the untapped volume that there might be out there for CDFIs. Um, yeah, which is absolutely. good for the industry, and but then good for the small businesses they support. For sure, for sure. And I think you know the other thing that in in parallel that we saw is um, you know the overall production of the CDFI industry in small business lending has been relatively flat over the past five plus mm -hmm. years, and so interesting. Um, you know, roughly the industry does about 15,000 loans in aggregate per year. Um, and we haven't seen significant increases in that figure. And so meanwhile, we've seen enormous explosive growth for the fintech small business lenders and other sort of online lenders. Um, mm -hmm. and, the, and the CDFIs haven't seen that same growth curve. And so Again, from our perspective, one of the significant issues was uh, customer acquisition and being able to efficiently and effectively reach uh, target markets. And so, so it's both sort of the, the fact that we know CDFIs are sort of in some ways a latent or untapped resource for the folks that need them most. Um, and then also we just haven't seen the, the type of growth trajectory that we would expect given the growth that we've seen in other market segments. And so there's a number of challenges that, that are contributing to that. But I think um, the, the core challenge that we were trying to solve for as we, as we thought about how to develop a platform like Connected Capital was, was really just how do, we, how do we reduce the information asymmetry that exists in the market um, yeah. where a lot of these small businesses are just completely unaware of some of the resource options that they have. Yeah. And, and CRF is a national small business lender, right? You'll lend anywhere in the country? Correct. Yeah. So CRF um, is, uh, we are a, a national lender. We're one of, uh, we have one of 14 non-bank SBA 7A licenses. So the okay. majority of the lending that we do around the country is SBA 7A loans. Um, mm -hmm. And we tend to do larger and more complex transactions than uh, than, than the local CDFIs are doing. So for example, a lot of CDFIs are capped at lending, you know, a max loan amount of, of maybe 250,000 if they're community advantage lenders or maybe, maybe less if they're micro lenders. Um, and so CRF develops referral relationships with local CDFIs to say, you know, Hey, if you've got a deal that's, um, that's larger than what you can accommodate, um, you know, you can refer that to us. We're happy to take care of that customer. Um, likewise, if we are seeing deals that are, you know, smaller or more appropriate for, for local CDFIs really fit in their, um, in their target market, we'll refer those, uh, those deals to, to the local CDFIs. Um, yeah. So really not trying to compete at all, but, but collaborate and fill market gaps. So, so connect to capital then is extremely consistent with the way it sounds like, you know, CRF operates in that this isn't a platform just for you. This is a platform for other small business lenders all around the country. So, so talk a little bit about that. How do, how do other CDFIs interface with the platform and what, what is the platform for them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so currently we have uh, just over 40 CDFIs across the country who are, uh, who are partners of ours on the Connected Capital platform. And the way that it works for a CDFI is um, essentially, you know, you, you register with us um, and then we send you an invitation to start to build out your sort of portal 
on Connect to Capital. And primarily what the CDFIs are doing is building out product profiles for the loans that they offer and then okay. setting up sort of eligibility criteria or parameters for those products. So uh, things like, you know, <clears throat> maximum loan size, um, eligible years in business, uh, you know, revenues, eligible industries, et cetera. So we're collecting all that information from the CDFIs around their eligibility criteria in a standardized way. And then, uh, and then we are sort of approving those products to be offered in the connect to capital marketplace. And, uh, and then there's a single sort of front door for applicants, you know, anywhere in the country to, uh, to apply through connect to capital and get matched to, you know, one or more or any of the uh, products that meet their, um, their criteria and their financing need. And then the small business owner from there is able to sort of compare and sort um, the, the loan options similar to kind of a, a lending tree experience and look at the different I was interest just rates. Say, it sounds terms. like it's lending tree for CDFIs, right? That's kind of, yeah, that's, that's snappy. I think our marketers would like that. Um, <laughs> I don't, so, you might have some legal issues with that one. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's exactly right. So the idea is, is, is just to create a very simple, seamless and, and user-friendly customer experience for the small business owner to apply once um, see what, what the options are that are available and, right. uh, and be able to move forward with the lender of their choice. So are, are you trying to pull the CDFI industry into the 21st century? Uh, we, we are, we are, you know, we think, <laughs> what's the deal with that? <laughs> yeah. We think yeah. a lot of CDFIs are, are already there and, and, and doing some cutting yeah. edge stuff, but we, we do think that there's an opportunity to, uh, you know, to standardize a little bit more across the industry so that yep. we can kind of deliver a more consistent customer experience and, and meet the, you know, evolving expectations of how customers are interacting with lenders these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I say that partly in jest, but it is true that, you know, the CDFI industry, certainly everyone knows in the, the small business side of the CDFI industry is competing with really high tech competition now. Yeah. Uh, good actors and bad actors and uh, mm -hmm. it is important that we continue to try to tech up so that we can uh, you know meet people where they are and and add some convenience to the to the business model I think that's right and I mean you know as we were thinking three years ago about how to design the platform um, you know we really took took our cues from the online lenders and the fintechs and really looked at the type of customer experience they were supporting and borrowed what we thought was great and left what we, what we didn't think was great on the table. Um, yep. But it was you know, really instructive for us to think about how do, we, how do we meet and exceed customer expectations in the new world that we're operating in. Yeah, all right, fantastic. Well, we're gonna take a very short break and then we'll come back to talk about how Connect to Capital is positioning itself in the midst of COVID. During this challenging time, CDFIs want to do all they can to support their borrowers. The first step in taking action responsibly is having a comprehensive understanding of your own organization. How long can you forgo principal and interest collection before cash starts getting tight? How will your portfolio performance impact future lending capacity? 
how can you communicate your performance and risks to your staff, board, and investors? For over five years, CDFIs have turned to high impact to answer these questions. Our sophisticated cash flow modeling, portfolio analytics, and asset liability matching products back your decisions with analytics and help you communicate complicated concepts. Email us today at analysis at highimpactanalysis.com to find out how we can support you. All right, we're back with Patrick Davis from Community Reinvestment Fund. Uh, so Patrick, we, we dove right in here. We really didn't introduce you. So tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do at CRF. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, my role at CRF is Vice President of Program Strategy and Development. Um, and so, uh, you know, CRF as an organization, we have several different sort of product and servicing or service offerings, including our technology platforms, um, you know, our, uh, our loan servicing capability, um, our capital markets expertise. So we, we do a lot of different things. And so my role tends to be, how do we pull together all of those things to create unique solutions um, to specific uh, challenges or market failures that we see on the ground in communities. Um, and so it's, it's an exciting role in that I get to really work across the organization with all of our uh, various leaders um, to think about how to develop, uh, you know, solutions to, to challenging problems. And so uh, that involves technology, it involves, um, you know, finance, it involves marketing, um, all of those different things come, come together for us. So um, so it's yeah. great. And, and I've been at CRF now for about four years. And prior to that, um, spent uh, about eight years in the impact investing um, space at, uh, at Calvert Impact Capital. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I know you've been in the industry a while and you, you were, I think, very quickly in a pretty high visibility position with CRF. So I was wondering about the background. So you, did you start at Calvert straight out of college, basically, or were you uh, in other fields uh, first? Yeah, I mean, for I did a sh very short stint in um, at a, a nonprofit focused on um, higher ed and um, helping students from under-resourced school districts getting into higher ed. Um, have always been a huge believer in in human capital development as kind of the ultimate equalizer, um, and and then did a little bit of time also at a private wealth management company, um, and then found Calvert, which kind of put together uh, both of those things for me, you know, the social impact um, that was really critical to me and, and continues to be at CRF as a part of my, my contribution and my purpose in my organization, and then also some of the kind of finance and economics background as well. Yeah, yeah, so you may have been in that percentage of people who didn't know what CDFIs were. Just as Absolutely. The, the same problem Absolutely. we're trying to solve here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. So let's talk about Connected Capital's uh, connection here in, in the response to the current economic crisis. So how do you, how do you see it playing a role now? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, our thinking has been evolving in, you know, the role that community development organizations can play in, you know, supporting a more equitable recovery post-COVID. Um, and I think we look back at 2008, 2009, we look at the housing market crisis and um, think about, you know, what were the, 
both public policy, but also sort of private market responses to that crisis, um, and and what was the what was the ultimate impact? And um, you know, I think what we what we saw after two thousand eight two thousand nine was a really uneven recovery, uh, one that um, compounded issues around wealth and income disproportionality, mm -hmm. um, and so so just as a backdrop to how CRF is thinking about this moment in time and the opportunity here around COVID, which obviously has been so unprecedented, is you know, how do we do everything that we can um, with our peer organizations to ensure that this is a more equitable recovery and perhaps even put some of the communities that um, have historically been underinvested on better footing. Um, and so, so to that end, I think we're thinking of Connect to Capital as an important infrastructure tool for CDFIs to be able to present a united front um, and secure and deploy resources at a greater scale than the industry has been able to do in a collection of fragmented organizations. Um, yeah. And so the thought, you know, the thought that we've we've had and we've been um, been working on this and kind of have a, a demonstration effect or proof of concept in the city of Chicago um, with local CDFI partners there um, is can we develop a standardized recovery oriented loan product um, okay. that, that would be uh, sort of tailored to the timeline, which is somewhat suspect right now but of when we would expect to see revenues start to come back for impacted businesses. Mm, and okay. so, you know, whether that's 12, 18, 24 months of, you know, really conciliatory patient loan terms around repayment, um, we think that's critical and we see a product that's oriented to recovery and, and, and you know, a little bit more of a longer term product as a really strong complement to the SBA PPP loans that uh, you know that are that are out in the market right now, which are really much more focused on the emergency that businesses find them in now, and yeah. providing them a you know a short-term bridge to continue to make payroll. It's really not a product that is oriented to the medium-term recovery, and so you know as CRF and 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 many other CDFIs are racing to, to deploy as much of the SBA PPP money as we possibly can to the businesses that we serve. In parallel, our team has been working on this idea of a standardized recovery product that could be originated by all of our partners on the Connected Capital platform mm. in a standardized fashion, such that the assets could be, the loans could be pooled um, and assigned or, or sold or participated into a single fund structure that okay. would allow, um, you know, banks and other uh, motivated, you know, impact investors or, or philanthropies um, to support this national recovery initiative at scale. Um, and so we're thinking of targeting, you know, a, a fund that would be a billion dollars or more, you know, we saw $300 million in demand in just the city of Chicago. So we know that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so incredible. It, it, it really, it was mind boggling. Um, yeah. Just the, the response that we got. And in Chicago, the, 
the fund size is 100 million. So we're, we're not going to be able to meet the, the full demand there. And then if you just extrapolate yeah. that nationally, you know, we're really talking about something that's probably, you know, somewhere between 25 and, and 50 billion that we think uh, this industry is, is poised to deliver into the communities that we serve. Ultimately, yeah. you know, if we're looking at something in the 25 to $50 billion range, uh, we're probably talking about federal money at that point. Um, but we do think that in the interim and in the interest of time and needing to get, to get capital out to businesses, you know, in short order, um, we do think that uh, putting together a, a large pr national private fund um, will be a good indicator of the ability of the CDFI industry to, to scale and meet the demand and meet the need. Um, yeah. And yeah. so that's really the, the thought or the strategy from our side is, you know, okay, proof of concept in the city of Chicago, uh, maybe do that in a couple other places, uh, stand up the national fund, demonstrate that we can do this, that we have the infrastructure, the skills, the network to deploy at scale, um, and then work with our partners on the advocacy and, and policy side um, to ensure that there is both liquidity and, and some sort of credit enhancement at the federal level for CDFIs to continue to lean in and, and do additional lending. That's great. That's great. It's going to be so critical for that additional lending to carry on after um, PPP runs out because just surviving is not going to cut it for the, for the business Absolutely. that CDFIs serve. And, Absolutely. And if you're if for CDFIs that are listening who might be involved in small business and are interested in, in offering a product like that, or maybe even interested in trying to you know, join a platform like Connect to Capital, is that an option at this point? Are you guys taking new lenders or how would a CDFI go about Absolutely. inquiring on that? Yeah, we, um, you know, our intention is to be very inclusive and uh, you know, both get input and feedback on product design from local CDFIs. Um, okay. who have uh, a wealth of knowledge on uh, sort of the, the, the details and the minutia of product design decisions that will really have a big impact ultimately on the borrowers. So we are working actively and we welcome any feedback from, from CDFI business lending organizations on thinking through what this recovery term product should look like. Um, and and then also we're, we're always open to um, having new CDFIs join the Connect to Capital platform. So we, we welcome um, any interest from partners, uh, from CDFI partners around the country. Um, and the easiest way to get started if you are interested is just to go to connecttocapital.com. And then there is a section in the main menu for community lenders. And if you click on that, um, there's a contact form where you can express interest in joining the platform. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. And, and what do you think is the, is there a short-term outcome here as well as the long-term? Or do you think, like, are, are you trying to deploy money almost immediately? Or, or what do you think the time frame is for some of this? Yeah, I think the reality is the money was, was needed, you know, yesterday, right? Yeah. And so yeah. speed to market is, is incredibly important. And so, um, we're sort of feverishly having conversations with potential investors, um, with, with potential um, philanthropies who could be a source of credit enhancement to this national fund, um, and really hoping to launch as soon as possible. I think what might be feasible um, and where the timing could align you know, fairly well 
uh, we know that there's this eight week period with the SBA PPP loans mm -hmm. where business owners will be able to um, get uh, you know, forgiveness on their loans for payroll and, and, and a portion of other costs. And so you know, ideally we would launch this national fund in eight weeks, roughly, right? To have uh, yeah. these funds available to businesses who uh, after they you know, expend the PPP money are gonna be thinking about what's next. So I think the, the short-term outcome is um, really working at a fast pace with local CDFI partners, with banks and other potential investors, and then with, um, with the philanthropies that, that will help provide the, the credit enhancement to get the investors uh, comfortable. And ideally standing up the fund and beginning to deploy capital um, you know, sometime in June. Wow, that's great. So I imagine you're getting a lot of sleep these days, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never slept more. Never slept more. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a busy, uh, busy schedule you've got to keep. But I'm excited to see how this develops. And I'd love to see you working on it. I mean, CRF has always had a mind towards kind of, you know, getting CDFIs into the capital markets and trying yeah. to think big. So uh, it's only natural that you guys are working hard on this. So uh, wish you the best of luck. Well, hey, Peter, thank you so much, man. This was a pleasure uh, to, to be on the podcast with you. And um, we really appreciate the opportunity. Sure, my pleasure. So that's Patrick Davis from CRF. And the website for the platform is connect to like the number two capital.com. This podcast is brought to you by High Impact Financial Analysis. We help mission-focused lenders build and maintain high-performing impact portfolios through our underwriting, portfolio analysis, and general consulting services. Find out more at www.highimpactanalysis.com and follow us on Twitter at HighImpactFA. The views and opinions expressed on the Impact Lenders podcast are the speaker's own and do not necessarily represent the views of High Impact or other organizations. Until next time, thanks for listening.